Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Calvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now clap i didn't clap but i started mine right when you clapped cool that Two. works Two. Oh, brandon Two. can't follow instructions deepest bluest my audacity is like a shark's fin. No arms and short sleeves. Yeah. Uh, no pants, just a shirt. The best look in the world. Yeah, perky yeah. picking it, you know? Yeah. My tablet <laughs> is dusty. Okay, here we go. <laughs> it's like Mariah when we're watching wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> is, is Mariah joining us for this one? No, it's just me. <clears throat> just me right. and also hello it's me montrose monkington that hello. is not montrose you are a liar oh you got me it's actually primrose monkington <gasps> primrose montrose is a strange wife <laughs> that's right i tried to hide my womanly voice but apparently you saw right through my ruse it was pretty womanly though oh, oh very feminine <laughs> Hello to you, Primrose. Delightful to be here. <laughs> yeah. Where do you keep where do you keep the whores? <laughs> Everywhere. Mm. Oh, oh yes, this is a party. Oh no. This is getting weird. Oh, I'm seeing purple. Oh wait, never <gasps> mind. I just watched this week's film. Carry on. It was just a color. <laughs> oh my god. But it burns. <laughs> How'd it get burned? How'd it get burned? How did it get burned indeed? By the color out of space. Because you can't have a Nick Cage movie anymore without flames. That's at least true. Burning. Or at least true. something that causes like burning in some way. Burning. <laughs> Wait, there was one Tastes we watched like that burning. didn't have fire and we were really- <gasps> Was it Seeking Justice? Seeking Justice doesn't have fire, and I was really disappointed because, you know what, would have taken that movie to a 10? Fire. Fire. fire <laughs> That's why in every interview you hear Nick Cage talk about his films, and you're like, you hear the interviewer go, oh, what about Seeking Justice? I don't know what you're talking about. Next! Never heard of it. It's like, oh, yes, well, we can talk about the movie next if you want, Mr. Cage. I'll only refer to it <laughs> as The Hungry Rabbit Hops. <laughs> The Hungry Rabbit jumps. jumps. See, jumps. that's how memorable. Get it wrong every time. That movie's not memorable, Steve. Yeah, the Hungry Rabbit Hops is our uh, next IPA we're going to be making. Yeah, yeah, Hungry Rabbit Hops. You didn't like that movie? I mean, it was okay. <laughs> I, I prefer its alternate title, Vengeance, A Rape Story. This, <laughs> this week, however, oh boy, <laughs> I am ready. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> Insert trailer here that probably goes something like mystical <laughs> Twin Peaks <laughs> music and oh, a no, lot of starts, shiny things. It starts with the uh, the twenty teens. In a world, <laughs> the 
Undertaker. Look at this. All those years in the big city, we finally got out. We're living the dream. Maybe it is a dream. Actually, I don't even know what color it was. It wasn't like any color I'd ever seen before. Looks like a meteorite. You mean it's radioactive? I mean, it's from space, right? Meteorites are generally no more dangerous than ordinary rocks. How can something that big just disappear? Did you plant those? No. Ward, come here for a sec. Oh, God. What are you doing? Shh. He's talking to me. Who's talking to you? A man in the well. It's in the static. It's in the moisture. It's in here. Is out there. And what's out there is in here now. Everything's under control. Why are you so in denial? That thing from the meteorite changes everything around it. Steve. And I'm busy. And this is Everything, Everything I Learned from Movies. And tonight. Oh, tonight. Oh, we are continuing Nick August Cage. Woo! With probably his, what could potentially be his last good movie, 2019's Color Out of Space. I'm not gonna lie, spoiler alert, I really like this movie. Yeah. I mean, well, I'm trying, I, I think Grand Isle came out right before this one. Did Mandy come out before this or after this? Oh, way before. Yeah, like two oh, years, like last two year. years okay. before. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. This one came out like in January. Yeah, yeah. okay. <laughs> or December or something. I don't know. Limited release. You know, it's a Nick Cage movie. What can I say? But we are not alone. Wait, we're not? We're not. Should I put on a bra? Yeah, your choice. Uh, because Brendan, with what were they thinking, is not wearing a bra. Welcome, Brendan. <laughs> yeah, no bras necessary, guys. Woo! I don't even and gals. know. I feel like, and I mean this in the best possible way, I feel like we all went through the same therapy session and we need to talk about it. 
Yeah. <laughs> I got some got some deep childhood shit pulled out. No way. Because uh, <laughs> this movie oh. is nuts. It is a little nuts. So, uh, but before we get really deep into it, we are far uh, too sober to have this conversation. Yeah, babe. Uh, anything you might be able to drink over here? You're the one with all the beers, Steve. Why are you asking me? Steve, what do you have to drink? Dad, I'm just trying to involve you. Uh, oh, hey, look, I got a beer over here. What's this? Hey. Uh, from Vernal Brewing here in Vernal, Utah, we have a Spice Tale, the Winter Warmer. Mm. Bah, bah, bah. It tastes like burning. Um, it doesn't have the percent alcohol by volume. Okay, what is it? Oh, it's literally yeah, blank. It's just blank. This better not be one of them Zima bullshits. Is this uh, one of my birthday beers? Uh, no, I think we got this at the liquor store. Oh, okay. Yeah. We yeah. have winter warmer out here, too. Yeah, lots of uh, lots of breweries will do a winter warmer. It's usually higher alcohol and uh, lightly spiced. Yeah, it's usually like 7 or 8% or something like that. Yeah, somewhere in there. Yeah. Tastes like Christmas. Yeah. Like a nice, uh, was tastes it, mold like wine Christmas, or whatever. Tastes like Christmas. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> And my top. Oh, oh my top. <laughs> Speaking of my top, what's that top you got on there, Brendan? What? Oh, it's a it's a shirt that I purchased on T Public uh, <gasps> for the pod. A little podcast you may have heard of them called "Everything I Learned from Movies." Wait, is that how they say it? Oh, no, everything, I'm sure it's everything I learned at the movies. I yeah, learned everything I love about the movies while I traveled to the movies in my learning. The podcast, <laughs> the movie. How'd it get burned? All right. How did it uh, get burned? Well, excellent. And it's such a fetching shirt with oh. uh, our incredible logo on there. Oh. Are you going to ask me about my top that I didn't pop? Oh. Ooh, that's a nice top, babe. Where'd you get that? I also have a podcast shirt on for Nerdy Bitches. Nice. I got it at a T Public slash Nerdy Bitches. It's fantastic. Those glasses really accentuate mm. nipples. Yeah. They just, uh. they literally go uh, to, to, Tit to tit. <laughs> yeah. All right. Hashtag uh, tit to tit. Hashtag tit to tit. And here comes the pour. Ooh. 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 The pour. All right. It's actually got a relatively dry aroma on it. It's oh, got wow. a nice uh, light khaki colored head. Lots of tiny bubbles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Steve's gone in for the sip. Oh, Over wow. I would like to say if you hear any uh, slight, like, I don't know, growling in the background, both the kittens are hunting each other right now, so... Yep, and of course they have to do it right here within three feet of us, because yep. fuck it. <laughs> gotta do what you gotta do. <laughs> An entire 2,500 square foot home, and they're like, nope, on your laptop. <laughs> right. But yeah, this uh, this winter warmer is quite wet, good. Uh, it's like a nice mm-hmm. little... It's almost mm. like scotch a little bit. Like it's a little, little spicy. Like, but the yeah, like it's kind of got that uh, that peaty like smokiness to it. Yeah, delightful. Mm-hmm. Highly recommend it. And are you uh, drinking anything on your end there, Brendan? I just got bud, bud. Mm. <laughs> Say no to InBev. No bra, only buds. That's right. I actually, uh, I would rather make inbound calls. I'm currently making outbound calls at work. Wait, what are we talking about? InBev. Yeah. Wait, are you one of them telemarketers? Um, if you want to uh, ensure that people are staying in their fucking ho- houses, then yes, I am. <laughs> oh, wait. Is that a program Canada has that America doesn't that's basically among thousands of others at this time? Probably. <laughs> 
so much better than us. We should have moved. They won't take us. They don't take America. Well, they won't take us now. Nobody's going to take I had a chance Americans. back then. Listen, I used to, listen, you I used gotta to be find, a highly desirable dinner guest. you, you, you got to find yourself a place like uh, like Rick's in Casablanca. And you get one of them. Uh, you get one of them special visas. You got to sleep with that sergeant dude, though. I think Steve would take that. Uh, take that bullet for us. Uh, why would you think he'd be interested in me? <laughs> Thanks, Steve. <laughs> Obviously, yeah. you're the more desirable of the two of us, Steve. Make it work. Nobody wants right. just a chubby white chick artist. <laughs> Speaking of chubby white chick artists, uh, Color Out of Space from 2019. Um, Woo! Make it work. <laughs> Nailed it. Uh, wow! From writer director Richard Stanley, <laughs> I don't like know. Daniel Day Lewis <laughs> in the Phantom Thread. <laughs> oh, oh, Daniel Day Lewis, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, the se- mm-hmm, second mm-hmm. greatest living actor, behind Sir Nicholas Cage <gasps> as Nathan in this yeah. movie. <laughs> what? My my co-host? I I guess so. Oh, yeah, okay. he didn't tell you about his sordid past, did he? You know, he did not. You know what? I could totally see Nathan, uh, Nathan's family like this. You know, Nathan's a little kooky. The wife's a little kooky. Fifteen-year-old uh, witch daughter. Yeah, yeah. A stoner son. Oh yeah, totally. Possibly autistic younger son. <laughs> alpacas that they're oh, going to eat. Nathan definitely has alpacas. Like he never brings it up on the podcast. But... Oh, he definitely has alpacas. He just like guys, guys. He just doesn't want to brag about his alpacas. He... You know what I mean? Like not everybody can afford alpacas. He's he's not a braggart. He just wants to keep it under under the sheets. Maybe that's the worst uh, wording for uh, alpacas. <laughs> yeah, he's that's just that's milking he's fucking those alpacas, alpacas under the sheets. Yeah, he just yeah. he just doesn't want to have to rub it in all those suckers who bought llamas. Yeah. By the way, I gotta say, like growing up in California, there definitely was like an alpaca alpaca rage. There, so there's this weird thing where like cattle farmers, they're hardcore only cattle. They hate goats. They hate everything else, except for if the, there's a fad going on where like. They buy a bunch of alpacas that they can't catch for, like, five years. Or, like, still, if you drive through California in the middle of cattle pastures, you will see ostriches. <laughs> well, there you go. Yeah. All right, so from writer-director Richard Stanley. Who's he, Steve? Oh, well, I'm glad you asked. Uh, he is the director of Hardware and Dust Devil back in the ni- early 90s. Woo! And then was the Moreau, you know, the Val Kilmer, Marlon yeah. Brando one. Uh, but was, I don't know, fired a week before they actually started filming or something. Uh, he there's still a whole... started it. I believe he was on set for a little bit and then was fired like yeah, shortly after There's the a whole documentary began. called. Because <laughs> didn't like but... Marlon Brando, oh, didn't yeah, Marlon Brando yeah, yeah. like uh, hate yeah, him or but something? Also, there was, it was like, yeah. uh, he was already like behind schedule and a little over budget. Right. But. Yeah. I'm just going to say right now, guys, having seen this, I need to see his version of that movie. <laughs> yeah, well, you've yeah. seen the documentary uh, Island of Lost Souls, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's fantastic. But basically after the whole Island of Dr. Moreau fiasco when he was kicked off and uh, who was it? Jerry uh, Frank- Jerry Frankenheimer? Wait, wait, John, yeah, John Frankenheimer? John Frankenheimer. That's right. Yeah, who just uh, came in and was like, we're filming this fucking movie. <laughs> two takes, that's all you get. Yeah, um, which, by the way, this, with that cast, that's what they needed. Yeah, that's all. That's all you need. I mean, David Thewlis, the the lead actor of that movie that everyone Wait, forgets, is uh, Aries isn't in that movie, is he? Yeah, 
yeah, yeah, totally. He's got fucking look and everything. And Marlon Brando also, he had the reputation of never fucking up a take intentionally. Never, not once. Don't know why you would even bring that up. Uh, based on a story by H.P. Mm-hmm. Lovecraft. That's right, Hewlett Packard Who's Lovecraft Steve? himself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, yeah uh, the only other one I really know is Reanimator. Yeah, I know there's a movie and mm-hmm. or there's a sto- story that involves a grandpa that was actually a gorilla or something. Spoiler alert, but <laughs> did he? I think H.P. Lovecraft. Correct me if I'm wrong. I could be completely wrong on this, but didn't he do like uh, From I Beyond as well? So. Also, Flowers in the Attic. Did he do Flowers in the okay. Attic? Yeah. Oh shit! Okay, oh, well, there you go. Yeah, yeah sibling all the classiest of movies <laughs> shown in California schools. That's right, family fucking and see, Reanimator is basically uh, glow stick Frankenstein. So you guys got flowers in the attic, and we got the peanut yeah. butter solution. Yeah, ooh, yeah. What? <laughs> so they were just children. <laughs> September. <coming soon. laughs> they were just trying to traumatize every child in North America. So apparently. I realized we've so on peanut butter solution real quick. I realized when we were watching it, I was like, "Oh, the title is so familiar." And as we were watching it, I had this flashback. I had a friend who had that on VHS. And I remember I was being intrigued by the title, going hmm. like, "We should watch that movie." And her just looking at me, going like, "No, that movie's really weird. I don't like that movie." <laughs> and now I know why. I had the book. I'm pretty oh. sure I had the book. Based on a story by H.P. Lovecraft. Why are all yeah. Canadian shows super weird? How dare you, Captain Power and the Soldiers of the Future? Um, is fucking because amazing. It's amazing, but it's weird. Because that's the way. Uh huh. Uh huh. Mm. We like it. Uh huh. So, uh-huh. Sir Nicholas Cage also stars in this movie yeah. again as Nathan, uh, with his lovely wife played by Jolie Richardson. <laughs> the only other thing I really know her from is Event Horizon. Oh yeah, she dies fairly early on. Spoiler alert. Yeah, hashtag blood orgy. Yeah, uh, Madeline Arthur as Lavinia, the uh, the daughter, the, the the witch daughter in this movie. We're probably referring <laughs> mm-hmm. to as witch daughter. Witch daughter. The, the, the witch daughter. Witch daughter, Steve. The, the no, daughter, but which daughter that is Wiccan? Is she? Wiccan, Wiccan, when? Uh, oh, okay. Oh, you could have just said that, Steve. Uh, also, Kiorianka Kilcher as the mayor in a brief cameo. <laughs> the only thing I know her from is the New World. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But of course, as you would expect in an H.P. Lovecraft story, Sir Thomas Chong as Ezra. <laughs> um, wasn't it nice to see Tommy Chong in something that was like, <laughs> not just like a Z grade straight not to video a, movie. Was it Charles Band production or whatever. <laughs> oh Jesus! Yeah, for like seven minutes right. though he's on the poster. <laughs> well, that's how you get the kids in. <laughs> for the that's last right. forty-five years, yeah. You kids yeah. remember Tommy Chong? <laughs> and the deputy be played by Cheech Marin. Still waiting on that water, Susan. Gummy bears. All right. So this movie starts with what I could only describe as transformer noises for about a minute. <laughs> it's, oh. you, you know, it's like the the satellite signals you get at the beginning of the transformer movies. I, anyone else watch one of those? <laughs> yeah, I watched a couple of those. Oh, Unfortunately, Brandon, can we talk about? Have you seen the trailer for the movie Rogue yet? Rogue for the movie R O G U E. 
All right. No. This this was sent to no. me, and I felt like it was target marketing because it's basically it's about an elite, <laughs> uh, like like a, a mercenary team being sent into Africa to rescue some hostages and all that kind of stuff. You know, like basically like an extraction kind of movie, right? But set in Africa, mm-hmm. and on the way back, uh, I guess they get lost or something in the middle of Africa. But they start getting picked off one and one by a CGI lioness. This sounds like oh, perfectly made for me and Izzy, right? Yes. And possibly anyone who likes good movies. Starring Megan Fox as the only oh. actor actress in the movie I can identify. Who's she, Steve? Wait, that's <laughs> yeah, not Megan what we're Fox doing. Megan Fox in the Transformers series and Jennifer's Body and Passion Play. Did anybody else watch that Passion Play movie? Nope. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, everybody knows her from You know, the movie where uh, she's an angel and has a love triangle with Mickey Rourke and a mob boss played by Bill Murray? Nope. Pass. Pass, pass, pass. Get the fuck out. That's... That's... It is not a comedy. Disgusting. What? (laughs) Coming next week. No. Uh, But... But Megan Fox and Mickey Rourke are known for their buddy comedies, I'm pretty sure. And also from the director of Silent Hill, Mm. Revelation. Mm. (laughs) So, yeah, this Mm. movie's going to be great when it comes out. Uh, And during Nick August Cage. I think around this time this will be dropping. Mm. (laughs) Sorry, where was I? Oh, yeah, Transformer Noises. And then we get, oh. and then we get someone reading Lovecraft, uh, some quotes about the forest or something. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, because we watched the Canadian cut, uh, witches are in this movie. Witches. <laughs> Wait, yeah, you did. Um, also, I wrote down that when the witch, when um, Lavinia first shows up, because she's like the first character we see. Um, I wrote down based on her actions, I was like, oh shit, is she yeah. a hairbender? <laughs> no, she's calling upon the four directions. Because <laughs> I thought she's like earth, wind, yeah. fire, and I'm like, oh no! She's definitely dressed what like have a I gotten into? I mean. <laughs> but she's got the eyes of an airbender. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and the thighs of an earthbender. <laughs> the difference is, I feel like. The difference is, I feel like her audition wasn't just karate and that she actually oh, read the lines, yeah. probably. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and they were, okay. So yeah, so she's in the middle of the forest doing this like ritual thing where there's like a circle of white stones and a white horse next to her, and a was it a god's eye made out of Barbie legs? Yeah. And I'm like, what? Okay, this this movie's gonna be kooky, and Nick Cage hasn't even shown up yet. Um, and so she casts mm-hmm. a spell to cure cancer, mm-hmm. uh, which you know is great. And then uh, a random surveyor named, uh, oh, God, what was his name? Ward. Ward, that's right. He comes wandering by and is just like, ooh, dear diary, jackpot. We got a witch here in the woods. What are you doing here on private property? Oh, uh, sorry. I was just, uh, I'm I'm here. I'm I'm surveying for the water Yeah, no, this is private property. Uh, Were you, uh, you doing witch shit over there? Can you guess what kind of witch shit I'm doing? Well, it was either Wiccan or Alexandrian. I couldn't quite tell. Ugh. I have to go now on my white horse. Wait. All right, bye. Wait, wait which, which shit was she doing, Steve? Which shit? Wiccan or Alexandrian? Which shit? What do you mean, which? which like, which shit? shit was she doing? The shit that witches do. You're, I'm lost. By the way, I want to <laughs> throw in uh, right here, she has a beautiful Andalusian horse. Yes, Andalusians, famous for being made into delicious spicy sausage. No, that's not what you do with them. Oh. That's what Arabians are for. 
Oh, gotcha. Oh, no, Andalusians. That's that race on Star Trek that, uh... No, those are Kardashians. They're, they're also used for sausage. They're the, they're the oh ones my that God. speak in, uh, when you, Shaka, when you said, the When you said Arabians just now, uh, for, a, for like a hot second, I was like, Arabian people? Oh, oh, horses. <laughs> no, Arabian people are wonderful. Arabian horses are huge assholes. Also, Arabian people are called Arabs. You know this, Brandon. Uh, you mean like the captain in uh, Moby Dick? Oh no. That's the one. <laughs> Played by Patrick Stewart. Full circle. All right. There is a song about that. Nope. <laughs> Hard pass. All right. So, so Livonia hops on her white horse and heads back to home uh, where there's a fa- you know, she's part of a family of five of, uh, I had written down llama farmers, but apparently they're alpacas because there's a huge difference. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Llamas are much bigger and don't have as uh, fine a wool. Oh, yeah, okay. what the... Also, alpacas are much easier for coyotes to eat. Yeah, <laughs> come on, Steve, you fucking idiot. Oh, and they're twice as expensive. <laughs> oh, well, there you go. So yeah, it's weird that alpacas are twice as expensive since the mom is a, apparently a financial advisor working out of yeah. her attic. Or, I, I don't know. And we learn that I believe, and I, th- I, th- I read this in the Wikipedia summary because I read the Wikipedia summary after this movie just to confirm a few things that I wasn't sure about. And when I say a few, I mean probably dozens. Um, but the mother <laughs> had a mastectomy, right? Yeah. Because okay, yes. I did not catch the part in the movie where they talked about that. I, I caught that she had cancer. They don't. But yeah, yeah, yeah. They they talk about the cancer and stuff, and you know, having a, having some sort of procedure done or something. But yeah, I don't think they went yeah, specifically. Yeah, they, they 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 mention cancer. They mention a surgery. They don't they don't go too far into it. Yeah, they don't talk about her, you know, getting melon bald. Yep, so they did to my dad, just scooped him out. <laughs> so, Jesus. Alright, so so we're at this palatial fucking mansion in the middle of fucking nowhere in the in in the forest. And they they have a, a fully stocked wine cellar. Um it's like a little Victorian looking place. And I'm like, cool, what do they do for a living? Alright. They have like six alpacas, and I guess the mom gives financial advice, but she can't get an internet connection. Yeah, fix the All router, right, cool. Nicholas Cage. Fix the router. That's right. Got to get your wife them AOL discs. <laughs> sometimes when we, um, sometimes when we record podcasts remotely, I feel like Jolie Richardson. You guys, right? <laughs> yeah, I apologize. No, no, that. it's it's, it's not, a- not in your fault. Oh, it is because we're living here in this palatial state in the middle of a or, palatial estate in the middle of a forest. Oh no, Steve! Don't touch that internet. meteorite. What? Oh, Ooh, so no. pretty. Tastes like purple. Oh, okay. Well, signing off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, we're introduced to the family. It's basically uh, Nick Cage is the dad, Julie Richardson's the mom, witch daughter, and then I I, I couldn't tell if the uh, the oldest boy is supposed to be older than her or about the same age. Or I yeah I I. I got the vibe that the son, the the big son was the oldest Lavinia was a sort of the middle child oh, yeah. which is why she's acting possibly, possibly autistic, autistic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad I wasn't the only one because it was like I mean he's kind of a kid he's also kind of a dumb kid um but um shepherd and oh. I used to have a German shepherd named Sam so I'm and like Ger- that dog's gonna fucking German die. shepherd's name Sam nothing ever happens to them in any movie uh fuck you I am a legend <laughs> Yeah, I don't. I, I every time in, a, in a, any kind of horror movie when a dog shows up, I'm like, ah, great, <laughs> get the get the fuck out of there. 
Don't protect your masters. They don't deserve you. (laughs) And that's why movie monsters who love kittens, because movie monsters don't kill cats. That's right. Life of them, uh, their well that's like 20 feet outside of the house. The fucking little kid is throwing leaves into the well that apparently they get their water from. Not, not not the best way to do it, but uh, yeah. So we also get a little story about how uh, Nicholas Cage and his wife, you know, haven't done anything. Mm-hmm. Bow chicka bow wow yeah. in about six months. Guys, uh, this is the second time I've done a movie with you, and he's and he's been like, "Let's get intimate," right after a traumatic experience you've had. Yeah, it's been a it's been a an interesting mo- month for uh, Nick Cage's character's sex life. Um, <laughs> at least I will say, at least this time he waits six months. Yeah, yeah, but then it's like, yeah. okay, she's kind of in the mood. They uh, take it up to the bedroom while you know the kids are off doing their thing or whatever. It's just about to, you know hashtag secure, yeah. and then <laughs> big purple light and oh, flash shit. and. Everybody's like, what the fuck was that? And of course, it's like, and then yep, ha- and hashtag shit kid is screaming. Oh, of course, yeah. So it's like, yay, I got cock blocked by nature. <laughs> yeah, they uh, go out back where uh, they see this glowing, like, I guess, lavender cut, like purple, pinkish colored meteor just kind of, I don't know. What would you call it? E- emitting in the backyard, kind yeah. of pulsating a little bit. I believe this color, if uh, if I've learned anything from movies, would be referred to as puce. <laughs> That's the most disgusting sound I've ever heard <laughs> for a color since fuchsia. Yeah. <laughs> uh, fuchsia and puce are actually re- are close relatives. Th- see, it makes sense. Uh, yeah, they basically look at the meteor. Uh, the youngest kid, Jack, turns mute for like five minutes, but whatever. Uh, nope never mind he's normal now uh they have some whole big discussion like what are you gonna do with it i don't know we'll uh take it out take it back or something i, I don't know we'll figure it out maybe uh maybe this is a good time to mention that the the fucking the the colors in this movie i mean it's called color out of space but the colors of this movie especially when it comes to like the meteorite and just the effects in general are fucking beautiful like yeah, yeah. It's this movie is stunning a, it's a yeah, it's a visual feast. Totally, and uh, and of course, it's apparently having like some effect on them. Like, I, I don't know, they they all seemed like immediately kind of bitchier that uh, one another. And oh no, yeah, Nick Cage is like he's like, oh god, do you smell that? Oh, it smells like burning ass hair, or, you know, something like that. And everybody's like, what? I, I don't smell a goddamn thing. No, it's oh, oh, it's like rotten eggs wrapped in pig shit. Oh. Oh, it smells like the cancer ward where you came from. You ought to oh. know about that. Oh, yeah. That, when that he said that, I'm like, later. dude. Oh, is that later? Sorry. That's Yeah, right? but, yeah that's later. But yeah. yeah. Oh. Well, I mean, I think I think the argument can be made is that this, this meteor, like, completely changes everything around it, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, and everybody's affected differently. Yeah. Yeah, what happened? Yeah, the, like, the next morning, the, uh, oh, that's right, the, the mayor and the sheriff come out, and, uh, <laughs> and, uh, of course, Nick Cage is like, oh, yeah, it's a meteor, what do you, th- what do you think, we should, uh, I don't know, pull it off my land or something? And, like, wait, th- this is what, what you brought us out for? Oh, wait, there's just a big hole here. Oh, well, uh, there was a meteor here, I swear. Yeah, the meteor's gone. The meteor's gone! Oh, yeah, and the, uh, the surveyor guy, he comes back. He, uh, uh, he, yeah, he, he tests the water table. 
Oh, no, no, wait, no, no. The, the meteor's there for the mayor and the sheriff. Yeah, it's yeah, when the, they it's, see it. That's right. It's when the news van comes back that it's gone. That's but when, right. when, um, one thing I want to note is that when the uh, surveyor guy comes back, like uh, Ward, um, you have uh, the mother. The mo- uh, Nick, Nick Cage tells his daughter to like go inside, and the mother is like. You got to be careful with uh, with the way you're dressed. You're giving the wrong idea. I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> well, and Lavinia is per- is very rightfully so fucking pissed at her. Yeah, mom. are you really giving I mean, her the way you're dressed argument? Yikes! I mean, she was a somewhat conservatively dressed witch compared to like the craft or something, <laughs> right? <laughs> and even then, uh, PSA. Don't give that or don't give that lesson, please. Yeah, that, that's also true. Well, then we uh, get the important part where Nick Cage, uh, you know, starts talking to Ward and is like, "Hey, well, why don't you come help me milk my alpacas real quick?" The best, the best. And this, Wait, do you milk alpacas? Apparently, you can. And the best part is Nick Cage's eye contact with Ward the whole time oh, while he's doing yeah. it oh, and giving like. I thought you were going to say the best part is when he says. You need to be careful with the alpaca boobs. Yeah. I like to <laughs> give them a little bit of fennel into their diet. You know, it helps with the uh, the bitterness and uh, excellent mouthfeel or some shit like that. <laughs> but Steve, the greatest character in the movie is about to be introduced. That's right, because uh, Ezra asks, is there anybody else uh, here on your property? Just your family? He's like, well, there's Ezra. He's a... Uh, you know, he's 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 just an off-the-grid kind of dude. Uh, he's like, a squatter, but we've made friends with him. Yeah, lives lives in the backcountry. I could take you to go meet him if you'd like. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's right, the the kid takes him out there, right? The, yeah. The, the oldest son? Yep. Yeah, yeah. Cause the, yeah, because so, Benny's a pothead. So, yeah, oh, yeah, he is. Um, <laughs> so, uh, so Benny and uh, Ward go to see Ezra at his nice little place. Uh Brendan, how would you describe Ezra besides Tommy Chong? Uh, he's pretty fucked out of his gourd, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's out there, man. He's, he's staying away from big government off the grid, but he's got these solar panels that, yeah. you know, give him lights and stuff. And yeah. and uh, he has a pet, doesn't he? Oh, yeah. What's his cat's name again? G-Spot. Yeah, his pussy's name is G-Spot. Yeah, it's that kind of movie, everybody. Yeah. Oh, and I love it because the surveyor's like, that is the best name for a cat. <laughs> well, and I love it. Too. And the kid's like, I don't, I don't know. It's kind of weird. <laughs> I, I love it, too, because it's like, it's just like, it's really cool. And I know this wasn't a movie that, I mean, it did, it did have like a limited theatrical run. And I think I mentioned it earlier, too. But it's just really cool to see a major film cast someone who you wouldn't normally see, especially nowadays in like a major film. Like Tommy Chong hasn't done anything like this in a long time. You're right. This may be his uh, John Travolta in Pulp Fiction. Yeah. Or Burt Reynolds in Boogie yeah. Nights. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, so, yeah, so they, the whole thing was like, oh, yeah, I got to test the well water and it comes back weird. Um, but, but it doesn't know what for, just that, you know, something's wrong with it. And it's like, okay, cool. It's gotten really brackish, man. (laughs) And then, oh, that's right. Then there's like the instant storm and lightning storm out of nowhere. Like an RKO. You get like, exactly. Like an RKO wrestling reference achieved. You got lightning bolts going directly into the meteor. Mm -hmm. 
That's right. And there's like a scene where like Ward gets a call on his cell phone, but it's just static, and then his van and radio start going weird, and it's like, okay, is this alien communication or something? I mean, we did just watch Knowing. <laughs> well, this this is yeah. like this is like the point in the movie where it goes from like relatively and i mean i don't mean normal but i mean relatively um easy to follow and normal to like flat out crazy pants and i loved it (laughs) yeah well and we find out during the lightning storm apparently the meteor disappeared like the i don't know lightning bolts or whatever blasted it to infinity or something and beyond um but there are like these uh these purple colored flowers that have uh popped up around the, the hole where it used to be mm-hmm. and then uh and then the news van shows up and they want to interview nick cage about his amazing <laughs> meteor that he's found except there's no meteor now <laughs> and he, my favorite thing about that interview is as he's watching it back on tv he's so perplexed as to why he came off bad and i'm like really yeah yeah he's like what what the fuck i love it when it's like you know his name and then it's like amateur farmer slash bourbon connoisseur yeah. <laughs> oh there's lots of like, like great. there's lots of like great like moments of humor in this movie that are like not only not even just from like nick cage's outbursts or whatever but from like i don't know i feel like there's a lot of like funny like little moments of like dark or black humor in this movie too yeah yeah totally totally but yeah, so so he's like yelling at the TV like, oh, come on, you're making me come off like an asshole. <laughs> and of course, the kids are watching and they're like, well, at least at least you look nice. You know? <laughs> like, oh, it's the most it's like the most realistic family moment is that the kids are just like kind of laughing at him under their breath. Yeah, yeah. They're like, oh, come on. It's not that bad. <laughs> are you recording this? Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, mom's in the kitchen, you know, cutting up vegetables, but then she starts, uh, I don't know. Oh, this cur- is the worst scene in the movie. Oh. Yeah. Ah. She's, uh, cutting tomatoes or something, or nope. carrots or something, nope. and she starts kind of zoning out. Nope. And then, uh-oh, uh-oh. Uh, so she's cut her fingers a little bit. A little bit. Um, uh, <laughs> Yeah, we, we. I don't think we ever really see like how much, other than oh. like her whole hand is wrapped up. Oh later, no, you but... see them come off. Oh shit, that's right. Yeah. Oh, I didn't. I refused yeah. to. <laughs> yeah, that's right. No, they are no, removed right. because then they said she had to get surgery, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, basically Nicholas Cage is like, okay, I'm gonna drive your mom to the hospital. Uh, oldest kid, you're in charge. Blah blah blah. Get, get these fucking alpacas in the shed. <laughs> yeah. and, I'm putting know. the fucking slacker pothead in charge while I'm gone. <laughs> Because he's the oldest. He's the least responsible. He's less responsible than Jack, for God's sakes. Yeah, I was going to say, all right, so who are you putting in charge? The autistic kid who hasn't spoken in five days? Uh, Lavinia, the the teenage witch who runs off at a moment's notice? Or the stoner? I probably put the teenage witch just because she gets shit done. She runs off at a moment's notice. I just set the house on fire. That's just me, though. (laughs) Steve does not care for his children, so he let the <laughs> let the house on be fire. a weird twist in this movie. I'll tell you that much. That's right. No, that was a short. Oh, then we'd have a fire. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that's how we got Nicholas Cage to sign on. Uh, but the, yeah, the next morning, uh, the kids wake up. Uh, parents aren't back yet, uh, but and the alpacas are out. So they're like, "Oh God damn it, Benny! You're supposed to put the alpacas away." I did. I I think. I mean, I did immediately get high afterwards, but. All right, fine. I'll I'll put him away now. Whatever. But then uh, little Jack, he's just sitting there on the the 
I don't know, the, the fucking stoop basically whistling towards the well. And of course, mm-hmm. they're like, uh, hey, Jack, what uh, what are you doing, buddy? <laughs> I'm just whistling down the well. Trying to get him to, like, whistle back. Like, <laughs> All right, psycho. What I do like here is that he says, like, he says, like, I'm talking to my friend in the well, and I, I actually think this is pretty cool. Is that they have Lavinia walk over and he tells that to her, right? And it, it really, it plays more to her character because she doesn't react as if like, oh, that this this kid's fucking crazy. She reacts more at like she's frightened that he can hear someone in a well, which kind of owes, like, it, it makes sense with, you know, the fact that she has, like, you know, beliefs in Wiccan and Wiccan stuff and all that. And also yeah. Jack's a dependable little autistic kid. I mean, he's not just going to make that stuff up. By the way, there are several moments in this movie where I was legitimately frightened, and this was one of them. Yeah. Did you think they were going to go down the well? I, I don't know, but uh, there were so many times in this movie where I was like, this movie is genuinely scary. <laughs> yeah, it, it does a great job of building suspense, and oh, you yeah. really have no idea what's going to no. happen. Which which we find out later in spades. Uh, but then we cut to Nicolas Cage at a hospital, and for some reason I expected him to go into a stairwell and start choking out a German chick. Oh, really? Because I expected him to go buy two uh, forever bars. That's right. So many Nicolas Cage in hospital moments in the past couple months. Instead, uh, yeah, what happens from there? Oh, yeah, I don't think anything really happens to the hospital. Well, he calls, he calls home, and there's a bunch of, like, oh, yeah, the, the, yeah. basically, the phones aren't working. They're static, and uh, Lavinia is trying to, like, wash off the knife, and it's a cool detail is that she she's into all this stuff, but she also appears to be squeamish around blood. I just thought that was interesting. But oh yeah. yeah, well, and it's her mother's blood. Yeah, well, yeah, that too. But then all of a sudden, like the sink fills with the blood, and she's just like in a trance, and it's like, what yeah, yeah. is happening? And she like jumps forward in time, like five and a half hours, like at sunset now. Yeah. And... Oh, that's right. And uh, th- there's that little bug that comes up out of the well when Jack is like whistling at it, uh... and he's like, "What? What the hell is that?" Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, by the way, a- after she. Uh, time travels for five and a half hours she like runs to the the bathroom and starts vomiting and i'm like oh no she's got morning sickness <laughs> oh no that was quick <laughs> she's gonna have a baby witch oh no uh oh that's right right after she runs to the bathroom or whatever there's a knock at the door oh it's ward the surveyor guy he says hey uh you guys shouldn't be drinking this water there's there's something wrong with it and she's like oh well yeah it's already too late for that <laughs> um Hey, let's uh, let's go see what Ezra's up to. Oh my God! Can I just say my favorite part of this scene when Ward comes back is he proves to me that he is a pretty smart character because he walks by Jack, and Jack is like, "I am playing with my friends," and clearly there's no one around, and Ward just goes, "Okie dokie, have a good one." Yep. <laughs> yeah. All right. Have fun. Bye. Yeah. Bye. That's what I would do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So they go to see uh, or. or Wait, I don't think they go to see Ezra, but we, like, cut to his shack or whatever, and he's, like, in full fucking shaman mode. Like, Oh, yeah, he's fucked. He's got, like, the face paint on. He's, like, <laughs> I don't know. Like, he might be doing some Wiccan shit. I don't know. He's just kind of, right? like, rambling into the ether, I guess. <laughs> I don't mm-hmm. know. <laughs> and then I think, and then this is where they cut back to Nick Cage and Jolie Richardson almost hitting, like, a mutant cat thing. Uh, that's right we see uh, they they do go to see ezra because then they're like hey can you guys help me find g-spot <laughs> yes i'll let you know if i find the G-spot. oh my god yeah, and then he's I'll like right back from there. and then he's like you might he's like i'll, I'll let you know if I, yeah i'll let you know if i see him and he's like 
you might find him, but you won't recognize him, man. Yeah. And I'm like, what? <laughs> Yeah. And then this is when we cut to, yeah, Nicolas Cage and his wife uh, driving back and, you know, like, oh, God, it's okay, you had surgery, don't worry about it, you'll be fine. We'll be, so, uh, what, like three more days until we uh, finish what we started earlier? Uh, <laughs> but then, oh, shit, there's something in the road! <laughs> and it's like a quick shot of, like, some weird, I, I don't know, feral cougar or something in the road, yeah. right? Yeah. But uh, but it was glowing pink, and of course Nick Cage like what what the fuck was that? What the fuck was that? We gotta get out of here! Oh, oh, oh. And, yeah, what happened? And then here? when they get back, oh, yeah, yeah, the, Cage is acting like a teenage girl for a while. Yeah, yeah, right? so good. <laughs> He's like yeah, yeah. Basically, all the, the kids are like all freaking out or whatever because like weird shit's going down. And of course, they show up. I told you to put these fucking alpacas away. I I did. Oh, oh, did you? Then how did they just show up here? And he's like, get the fuck out of my face. Wait, I'll make yeah. it easier for you. I'll get the fuck out your face. I'll take my face off this property. Face off. <laughs> face. How to get burned. And then he gives her a face waterfall and walks away. You got snake eyes. Yeah. Blood money. <laughs> but it's it's so funny. Like, he legitimately... I, I genuinely thought <laughs> thought that Lavinia was like in his soul for a second during that scene. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like they just swapped bodies. Yeah, it was like a oh, it was a temporary Freaky Friday moment. Yeah, say so it's right. H.P. Lovecraft's Freaky Friday. Oh my god! <laughs> that was, oh. and then when they bang, it's doubly weird. Okay, guys, oh. the rest of this movie, let's assume they've swapped bodies. Oh, Shit's about to get super weird. Oh, no, I don't want to do that. <laughs> Considering uh, what happens. <laughs> oh, that's right. And then when the parents, like, you know, they start being, like, super bitchy, uh, this is when Lavinia, like, brings up Benny's girlfriend in Pittsburgh. Yeah. And, <laughs> and, and I'm like, like, wait, what? Did I miss something earlier? He's like, well, I haven't talked to her in months, and but, I mean, I still know of her. <laughs> She's, like, the equivalent of, like, when someone in the States be like, uh, this is my girlfriend from Canada. Yeah, yeah, the, the, Either he's being catfished or he's making her up. Yeah. Um, is this where is this where um, Nicholas Cage is like picking stuff out of the garden, and he has that crazy freak out um, where he's like dunking fruit in the garbage can. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's her. Oh, and this is also yeah around the time when he starts freaking out and he's like, yeah, it smells like the cancer ward you were in. You remember that, right? When you had the cancer. <laughs> And it's like, and you smelled horrible. I, I wrote, Wait, I, I wrote down too because the kids are basically like, "Well, Dad's acting weird as fuck," and I'm like, "Man, how difficult would it be if Nick Cage is your father to know when he's acting weird?" Yes, this is a little out of the norm. <laughs> like, yeah, you have to. <laughs> I, I don't know. I feel like I would never know. I mean, normally when Dad marries a Las Vegas stripper, <laughs> at least it's a quality establishment. <laughs> Did, he usually gets that stuff annulled within a week or two. Did yeah. Dad go to his his uh, the mausoleum again today? Yeah, he wore his leather <laughs> jacket. Mm, okay, he's probably oh, fine. No. Wait, what does that jacket represent? This snakeskin jacket represents my belief in individuality and personal freedom. <laughs> Andrew Yang for president. So, oh yeah, this is also uh, Nick Cage starts getting like that purple like leather skin oh, yeah. kind of yeah. rash thing going on, and it's like okay, this is. This is going to be great, guys. Um, 
Uh, we cut to that night, and Lavinia's doing s- some more witchcraft and, like, I don't know, trying to protect the family or it's some time shit. time for witchcraft. <laughs> witchcraft! I, yeah, I think the idea, because I, I was confused about that at first, and then I was like, oh, okay, I think she's trying to, like, basically cast a spell or, like, a protection spell over them or something to that effect. Yeah, yeah, yeah totally. Yeah, she, she, she knows shit's, like, getting weird and... and- yeah. Is she kind of conquers a fear, right? Because she even cuts herself to do it. Yeah. And you can tell she's yeah. like, ooh, blood. Ew, icky. I mean, same. <laughs> uh, let's see. How, how can I uh, get get that noise that uh, she was kind of making half gagging? Hey, uh, Brandon, uh, Android milk. <laughs> Android milk and cottage cheese. <laughs> Yeah, just like oh. that. Perfect, perfect. <laughs> oh. So yeah, so so while she's doing that, then they start hearing some noises coming from the barn, and Benny and Jack, you have to go check it out because why the fuck? Oh, not? one of the greatest fucking special effects in this movie. Yeah, go go, go for it, Brendan. Take us. Oh, away. it's just like a fucking alpaca pudding. i have written i've written down they went full cronenberg oh yeah well also it kind of reminded me of of the thing too yeah yeah totally. like just like a big like gooey creature effect i mean i know it's like cgi but this is the difference between this and a lot of newer movies is that this cgi looks really good yeah i actually thought like it might be practical but it does have kind of that cgi sheen to Mm -hmm. it so it's like so the scene well first off the scene was nice and dark and the darkness fits in the movie at this point so like kudos on that like setting it up so it's believable but yeah i was sort of thinking like i think there might have been a little bit of puppetry in there and then cgi'd over it yeah no i think i agree with you too because some of the some of the alpaca heads look like they were kind of uh kind of um like rickety with their movements and it kind of looked like a little bit of puppetry so yeah i know that effect is fantastic um maybe surpassed by one later on maybe oh yeah well and and this is it where (laughs) all right so yeah benny and uh jack they're they're in there they see the cronenberg and they're basically like oh fuck this fuck this alpaca abomination and they go oh, running away, and then the mom comes out because she's like hearing the noise and stuff. You know, you know the alpacas yep. are like rah, 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 making all kinds of weird oh, noises. And then there's this glow that starts happening yep. around the alpacas. Yep. And so they start running, which, by the way, I would have started running like a good ten Mississippi <laughs> right before this. I would have ran from the noises the alpacas were making. I'd be right? like, you know what? I'm shutting the door. They'll be all right. It's like the. It's <laughs> like... They'd be all right, G. <laughs> I was like, oh. alpacas get fused together every day. B. <laughs> You'd be. You're tough, right? You'd be all right. It just reminds me of that Eddie Murphy bit where he talks about, like, if he was in a horror movie and he's like, hey, this house looks great. It's a, it's a great place. It's affordable. Leave this place. Too bad we can't stay here. <laughs> Get out. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah but, uh, but the, yeah, so the mom's running out like, oh, my God, what's going on? And she, like, grabs Jack as Benny just keeps running or whatever. And then lightning bolt. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Yeah. And then, yeah, we don't see for a sec. We just see, like, Nicolas Cage running out. Like, what was that noise? Why does it smell like burning cancer out here? <laughs> Remember that, honey? <laughs> Remember the cancer ward? Remember that? Remember that, honey? Oh, honey? Oh, shit. Um, uh, get, 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 get a, get a blanket or something. Let's, let's, let's get... You know what? Smash cut to them already in the house. Because we don't want to see a movie. We don't want to know about that. Kill me. 
kill me. Yeah. The, so yeah. So the reveal is basically the mom and the like eight year old autistic kid have been like fused together, uh, and it is upsetting. It is upsetting, <laughs> yeah. but it's such a good effect. And oh, absolutely. the way they reveal it is great, too, because like you said, you don't know exactly what's happened yet. You just see that they're kind of looking in horror until Lavinia comes in the room after the ritual that she's done. And she, and we see her POV and it's like, that's your little brother on the back of your mother. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's basically something out of like the end of Alien Insurrection. Oh. Like oh. it is. <laughs> And meanwhile, Lavinia is covered in her own blood. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. She's like cut herself up good. <laughs> yeah. And she lets yeah. out a blood curdling scream as one would do. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I believe that was the moment she realized Nicolas Cage was her father in this movie. <laughs> it what was does, not going to end well. What does Nicolas Cage say to her? He goes, so what? You just go and cut yourself now? And oh, then he walks yeah. away. Yeah, that's right. As, she, as she's like coming into the room or whatever. And it's like. Uh, yeah, least of your problems right Is now, that buddy. the worst thing that's happening at the moment? <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, then we get, uh, yeah, Nick Cage is like, okay, I'm gonna go start the truck, and we'll, I don't know, throw him in the back or something. Yes. But then the truck won't start, and so we get Cage Rage! Oh my god, Woo! Steve, if you have the clip, please put that clip in. Uh, I'll see what I can do. Oh, so good. Right. Gawksucker! Yeah. <laughs> Your mother sucks cocks in hell. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Guys, I want to do The Exorcist, but with Nicolas Cage as the father, Father O'Downey or whatever no, the fuck his name is. No, The Exorcist with Nicolas Cage as the possessed little girl. No, no. Oh, no. no. I want to have the possessed little girl, like an actual little girl playing the possessed girl. But then when she talks like the devil, that's Nick Cage's voice. A voice oh, by Nick yeah. Cage. <laughs> yeah. Yes. But he also plays the mother. What? <laughs> oh, twist. <laughs> and he's directing uh, it. Oh! No, no, he saves that for his brother, Chris. Oh, sorry. So, uh, <laughs> you know, he needs he needs work, too. Uh, so, yeah, yeah, Nick Cage gets out of the truck, and this is where it's like there's like a purple hue or a fog kind of going over everything. Again, visually stunning. Mm. Um, and then he walks in, and the guys are like, so is the truck starting? Like, the car is not happening. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, what? No. <laughs> what? No. Um, I do like exactly. it when they're... What does that mean? I do like it when they're dragging the mom-son hybrid up the stairs. Um, he yeah. lets out a very casual, easy does it. Yeah, there you go, one step at a time. Yeah, it's like, come on, guys. Oh, and then and then it's like, oh, they don't like to be in the sunlight. And it's like, and then, okay, so they say that, and so it's like, okay, let's take them up to the attic. There's, you know, less sun up there or whatever. And then... I noticed they basically lay it exactly where the sunlight is going in the attic, like yeah. the one spot. Mm-hmm. Yep. But but I was like, okay, fine, it's diffused light. We'll go with that. Whatever. <laughs> uh, yeah, so they take it up to the attic, uh, and Nicolas Cage goes to get his shotgun. And I'm like, yep, this movie's about to reach that third act everybody's been waiting for. <laughs> and he's like, time to ex- time to drain that alpaca puddle. That's right. <laughs> so, yeah, goes out to the barn. Hey there, guys. Kaplow, 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 kaplow. Ah, blood squirting on him and shit. And, yeah. And then 
Smash cut back to the attic where the mom is just lapping up water out of a saucer. Oh. And I'm like, God damn you cats. And I'm like, put this fucking creature out of its misery. Yep. <laughs> you, that That's just it too. You're like, oh man, they're going to have to kill him. And it's like, oh, there's got to be a way to save him. And I'm like, yeah, how? <laughs> <laughs> and what's your plan for that? Because not only are they fused together, but the mom can only make like weird guttural sounds. So clearly they are fucked. I assume the guttural sounds she was trying to make were kill me. Well, I did. Now I did put the subtitles on and at some point she does say hungry. Oh, so they are, they are asking for food at some point at at one point. Um, That, that makes sense. Yeah. But how does that digestive system work? Is it one? Do they both need to be fed water? Uh, obviously, the mom eats it and it comes out of the kid's yeah, mouth. Yeah, she oh perfect. She okay. baby she baby birds it to her son. <laughs> oh, I, I figured his mouth was the anus now. Oh well, yeah. I mean, it's it's the weirdest version of the human centipede script that I've read, but a hundred percent medically accurate. But, uh, that's right. But Nick Cage has a plan, though. He's gonna you know handle it. Yeah. And uh, he handles it by telling the kids to get out of the room, grabbing a shotgun, <gasps> and going in for a sticky kiss. Oh, gooey kisses! And then leaving. He can't do it. He can't do it, Steve. Oh, uh, yep. perp- that purple gooey kiss. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. Android milk. <laughs> <laughs> so then we uh, go to City Hall where Ward's... Uh, talking to the mayor or some shit saying hey there's something wrong with the water up there and uh like yeah whatever i don't give a shit but then uh he walks outside and the sheriff's like hey uh why don't you come over here buddy (laughs) and uh and they pull a tarp back from the back of a truck and there's the fucking uh sam cronenberg thing yeah it's like oh "Oh, yeah it looks like a dock but there's also like some birds and shit mixed in there and i think a rabbit or something yeah and and at this point too when he's like yo there's something wrong with the water i'm like yeah that's a good start (laughs) yeah and apparently it's giving uh these whatever drink set or whatever like this cronenberg thing had radiation burns and i'm like wait how did it get burned how to get burned radiation Uh, it's not gonna bring your crops back you bitches (laughs) Uh, (laughs) my legs Oh, they're in my eyes! <laughs> so, uh, speaking of which, Nicolas Cage is watching TV back at his house, because, you know, that's what you do when you have a Cronenberg in your attic. Oh, and he's he's uh, fucking, like, gone. Yeah, yeah, he's out there. Oh, that's right, uh, Benny and uh, Lavinia, they're, like, getting the horse ready to, I don't know, ride off to Pittsburgh, I guess. Yeah, they're like, let's get the fuck and... out of here. <laughs> Yeah, it's like yeah good idea but then the horse is like where are you and runs off <laughs> hold on there <laughs> don't know why I watch bitch um, and then oh that's right and then uh, Jack is, says something about like Sam being in the well and yeah. uh, and Benny's like he wants to go in oh no that's right Benny like hears Sam in the well that's what mm-hmm. it is that's right and Benny's like I gotta go in and save him I'm like nope that dog's By dead no. sorry By bro way, guys. you seen the other Cronenbergs what do you think's going on with the dog uh, full disclosure though I would go in and this would be my demise well it's been nice knowing you Brandon <laughs> sorry I gotta <laughs> save that dog I'm, I'm running behind that horse <laughs> puppy yeah. 
Uh, so yeah, so Benny goes into the well, uh, starts lighting up. Oh, Got him. Yeah. Benny is just and then uh, And then Nick Cage. Yeah, that's right. He just fucking vaporized. Mm. <laughs> like, well, he's gone now. And then Nick Cage pops out of nowhere behind Lavinia and is like, Oh, you need to get upstairs and feed your mother. <laughs> what? <laughs> Uh, so, so he basically drags his daughter up the stairs, like, oh, it's gonna be okay, it's gonna be okay, everyone's gonna be just fine, unlocks the attic door, throws his daughter in, locks it in behind her, and says, have fun, or some shit, and then goes back to watching TV. And the mother, son, fucking nightmare factory has gotten, like aggressive and violent because it tries to eat Lavinia. Oh yeah. It's like a fucking spider now. Yeah. It's <laughs> with, with like the mom's head and I'm like, yeah. I need and, to get the, the fuck out of here. Back. Yeah. Ba- brother back. <laughs> yeah. The brother's like cheering her on like, yeah, get her mom. <laughs> get her mom. I never liked witches anyway. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but then, uh, but then that's when Ward and the sheriff uh, knock on the front door, and Nick Cage answers, and he's like, "Oh, hey guys, what's going on?" And he does not answer like, like yeah, that, Steve. Pretty much, he's like, "Hey, you guys should come watch TV with the rest of the family here in the living room." Like, there's nobody else here. Like, oh no, they're sitting right there. Don't but he? he's fucking out of it though. <laughs> like, oh yeah, he starts rambling about like uh, the fucking Coliseum and Malta and Cyprus, and, like, and I'm like, they're like, "What's that? Uh, what's that on your arm?" It's like fucking gashing and like bleeding everywhere and he's like oh it's just a, a, a rash yeah so so then they start hearing lavinia screaming upstairs and they're like well time to go up there yeah. and then they like kick open the door and the i don't know mom spider thing is like just leering over <laughs> lavinia and i assume like trying to cover her in juices to wrap her up for later i don't know what it's a spider yeah who's there for a while but then Kaplow! Fucking mom's head explodes. And Nick Cage is like, you, you're not part of my family. Yep. Oh. Roll credits. No, wait, there's more to wait, come, guys. Wait, two two quick things. Like, I, t- I mentioned earlier the kind of black comedy, like dark comedy stuff that Richard Stanley does. There's two things mm-hmm. in this scene that really stood out to me. Um, he says, when they come in, he says, we all stick together. Which, which I think is really, yeah. is a great little like line. Um, but then also when Nick Cage is watching TV, did you notice he's watching a Marlon Brando movie? Oh, was it? Yeah, and I was like, oh, that's Richard Stanley sticking it to Marlon Brando. Yeah. <laughs> fuck you, you dead bastard. Yeah, fuck you. If you're so if you're so smart, why are you dead? <laughs> Since you've never been another one of my movies. Well, hey. Guess what? <laughs> that's right. Oh shit! That's exactly what it was. <laughs> and, yeah, I don't think I ain't gonna sky captain you in later. That's right. Surprised Val Kilmer didn't show up. <laughs> Wait, maybe he did. He just fucking oh. lo- like Lawrence Olivier and sky captain Val Kilmer just shows up on a fucking portal, just like oh, <laughs> it's me. I'm Batman. Iceman. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> he played two different men. It's me, Jim Morrison. <laughs> It's me, the detective. I'm your Huckleberry. It's me, the detective from the snowman. It was me the whole time. It's me. It's me, the saint. <laughs> it's me, the blind guy from At First Sight. Remember that one? Uh, can't say I do, Val. <laughs> oh, it's me and Elizabeth Shue coming next week. It's me, top secret. All right, so after uh, Nicholas Cage. It's me, Hot Shots. Wait, that's Charlie Shue. 
Okay, I'm done. It's me, Gay Perry! <laughs> I love that movie. Right. So, so after Nicolas Cage uh, blasts the mom's face off. Yeah. Uh, then a giant ectopus starts coming out of the whale. It's like an octopus yep. made out of ectoplasmic energy or some shit, like Ghostbusters. That apparently was the dog? Yeah, I guess. Or ate the dog? And then the sheriff accidentally shoots Nick Cage. Whoops! Yeah. Because he thinks... <laughs> Because he sees Nick Cage aiming a shotgun, and he thinks Nick Cage is aiming at uh, at Ward. Oh, Ward, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, then he's like, no, no, don't shoot! <laughs> well, Nick Cage is dead, dead now, and the sheriff's ass. like, okay, okay, how am I going to blame this on Ward? i gotta, I got to think this one out. <laughs> he's the, the only one with a tan in this movie. I'm pretty sure Tommy Chong's already dead. Uh, <laughs> Hashtag wait. real, this is what police do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. But then he's like, wait. I think I hear something coming from Tommy Chong's camp. I should go check that shit out. So they run over to Ezra's camp. And then uh, basically they they hear hear him talking. But it's like some slow down, like creepy recording of Tommy Chong. I guess just rambling mm-hmm. in the reel to reel. Yeah. Oh, but, but his corpse is still there. Already kind of mummified and stuff with the shaman makeup yeah. on. And it's it's really cool because this is this where they kind of introduce the idea that these aliens are kind of because it's I mean I guess, I guess it's aliens because it's like a meteor from outer space or whatever but yeah. you get the idea that they're kind of like recreating the Earth so that it's habitable for them I guess yeah that I I got the sense they they're basically like the beings of like energy and they just kind of go into things and change yeah like so change it however they want yeah. But they, but they don't really have like a like a form per se, or maybe that's what the octopus thing was. You, you know, Lovecraft, so Cthulhu and shit. Obviously, but. it was the uh, the little praying purple praying mantis. That the was everything, or did it just take over a praying mantis? And that no, that, that was, was the, that's the original form. That was the first one. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, I guess so. Well, there you go. That just you know what that just uh, oh. proves my theory. Bugs are gross. But wait, wouldn't the first form have actually been the lightning bolt? I mean... When it was hit in the meteor? Eh? It makes sense that they attacked the purest form of man, Nicolas Cage, though. Well, of course. I mean, start with the top and the rest will crumble. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) What is it? The fish rots from the head? Yeah, sure. That sounds like a thing. (laughs) That's that's a cliche. I don't know what it means, but no. Uh, So yeah, so Ward and the Sheriff are like, okay, we need to get the fuck out of here. So they uh, leave the camp, start walking away. Whoop! Sheriff just got snagged by a tree. I really liked that scene a yeah. lot. That was so smooth yeah. and well done. Yeah, it was like silent too. It was like, yeah. It's the. There's just like a little. <laughs> it's like it's like the tree from Evil Dead. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, no, it's it's quiet. Like when he gets snatched up, and then he drops the shotgun, and the single shot goes off. Yeah. yeah. And it's just, and that's what lets Ward know. So then Ward's like, "Fuck this!" and like runs back to I, I assume where the police truck is, so he can just jump in and drive the fuck out of there. But he sees Lavinia there st- standing next to the well. And he's like, Lavinia, come on, come on with me. We gotta get out of here. Lavinia! Lavinia, wake up! And, like, runs over, or, but, like, st- you know, maintains social distance a good six feet away or so. <laughs> and it's like, uh, Lavinia, we gotta go, girl. Or I'll leave without you. I'm totally down with that right now. You are, what, like, 14? <laughs> um, but then Lavinia turns around and her, she like, her eyes are glowing the, the pinkish purple color. And like, I, I don't know. 
she doesn't look in the right place. Like she looks like a demon. Mm-hmm. Oh, and the cut on her forehead is. Oh yeah, the, yeah, that's right. Glowing. All the cuts are like glowing and stuff too. That's right. It's almost like I almost feel like I don't know. It's almost like a sacrifice moment. Yeah, it's weird because yeah, because then she like looks at Ward, and like I, I don't know, he like gets sucked up into her mind or something. But then it's like a montage of what I assume is the home planet for the alien species. But it's like... Yeah, it talks about how um, the 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 color has been to many worlds, and the last one it was on, all, you know, everything there loved it, but then uh, the color just took it over, and they couldn't handle it anymore. Yeah. yeah, and it's like it's like time is not like we like their sense of time is just nothing that that humans can like comprehend. So that's why the whole thing where like he's running into Nick Cage and you hear like dialogue from earlier in the movie and shit. And it's like, wow, what the fuck is happening? Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, but then yeah, after getting a peek at the home planet, then a purple typhoon blasts up out of the well, uh, Livonia is standing there like arms raised, like, yes, this is a twister. I don't know. Some Take shit. me to your leader. There was and a firefight. Just... Yeah. And then she just kind of Thanos is away, just yep. dust. Yeah. And then they cut back inside the house, and Cage of the family are just watching television. And uh, Ward like goes in, and he's like, "What? What, what the fuck is C- happening?" Cage is just here? watching TV alone right now. Oh, but the family eventually they, like they, kind of materialized too as he's fleeing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. True. Okay, yeah. And then and then yeah, we get a little fight like Nicholas Cage against Ward for like five seconds. Um, but then Ward like jumps into the basement and like slams the door behind him as the, I don't know, typhoon kind of comes over and vaporizes the house. It basically just like fades to white. And then, oh, that's right. And then like the wine, he's down the wine cellar. So all the wine bottles are exploding and everything's exploding purple and fades to white. And then back to basically everything being white ash. Yeah. (laughs) And so, you know, like the ending of Volcano. Yeah. We're all They're one. All Racism is cured. <laughs> That's right. If there is one thing H.P. Lovecraft was known for. Oh, wait. Okay. Nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> nope. Do, not, do, not, uh, do not read into that when you read his books, ladies and gentlemen. No, no, no. No. There's, I believe original Color Out of Space was plans for mm. launching people into outer space. I really doubt anyway. Ward was uh, supposed to be a person of color in the book. What? Yeah. No. So yeah, we get, basically we start panning back, and it's like an overhead shot of all the damage, and basically it's just like a white ash for like I I don't know fifty feet radius or some shit. Or actually, shit, I guess it was more than that, huh? Anyway, yeah, uh, it's basically the whole farm. Yeah, 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 the whole farm. So yeah, a good acre or two, and it's like the rest of the forest is like yeah, that's fine. And then we get some narration, I assume, from Ward. Yeah. Who then, I guess, is instantly aged like 30 years. <laughs> I don't know. He, he seems he seems a lot older. He yeah, because it's in the future. Yeah, because yeah, it says, like, there's only a few of us now who remember when the color first came and how everything changed. Yeah, and he's... Oh, oh okay. And he's basically yeah, like, yeah. by the BT dubs, I ain't drinking the fucking water. Yeah. And I never will. <laughs> and then he just walks off, flicking his cigarette, and it's like, yeah! Yeah, no, that's I not feel all good. Happens, but... <laughs> but you'll notice that the you won't get fooled we... again. So when we have the shot of him on this reservoir, 
we're we're under the impression that it's either sunrise or sunset because everything's sort of a shade of pink. Yeah. But it's when the color first arrived is the old days. That's right. Everything's pink now. It was just a color out of space. When he said that, I was like, yeah! 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 And then, roll credits. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, that's color out of space. Uh, Brendan, would you recommend this movie? Oh my god. So this movie is, like, genuinely, almost... I, I I don't mean to throw this term around frivolously, but I think it's kind of a masterpiece. Honestly, yeah. the acting from everyone is great. The special effects are wonderful. The story is delightfully weird. The effects are gooey and gross, and it just everything about it is just as good as it could possibly be. One million percent, I recommend this. How about you, babe? This movie's fucking great. Yeah, Br- Brendan really hit it on the head. Like, this movie's very tactile. Like, you yeah. you hear the noises, you can smell the smells, you can... Especially when like, they're described so exquisitely by Academy and, Award winner Nicholas Cage. Yeah, it's like, like all, of the, all of the actors and actresses are just like... It's like perfect casting for who they're supposed to be. Yeah. Like, it, it's just, it's great. It's a rich family moving out into the woods and weird shit happens, and it's fantastic. Yeah, it's, uh... If you liked Mandy, you're going to love this. Oh. If you like Cronenberg movies, you're going to love it. Uh, it. Yeah, it's just a weird kind of horror movie. And the the like soundtrack for this is really just yeah. like push it, punches it really great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the soundtrack's a lot of like like Mandy and like Twin mm-hmm. Peaks, like just that kind of Eerie. tonal eeriness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially with the woods. If you like yeah. seeing like a really like. Like artist, like oh, Richard Stanley. Like I, I haven't seen a lot of his stuff, but if you like really seeing like a really artistically driven director, um, like obviously Mandy is another example. Like you said of Nicolas Cage just in something totally different than we're used to seeing. This is another example of that. Like I, I want more like cool indie directors to put Nick Cage and stuff because it is wonderful. It's like a David Lynch movie done well. Oh, so, I like some David so it's Lynch. Not- it's not big cage, but you should see Dust Devil. Yeah, Dust Devil and Hardware's pretty good too. Basically, too, yeah. it's 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 kind of like a weird Terminator kind of It's funny. Basically it's a, basically, oh, it's a Terminator to, love story. Yeah, it, it's like a weird love story mixed in with like one of those ABC robots from Judge Dredd. Well, yeah. Spoiler alert with, for my life. Um I did procure a copy of Hardware, so I will be watching that at some point. Yeah. yeah. Because I'm in for anything this guy has made. Yeah, yeah, check them all out. Yeah, I mean, there's not a whole lot since he took, you know, the prime of his life off for 25 years. I mean, after that, but, can uh, you blame him? Yeah, 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 exactly. But, uh, yeah, we're going to take a quick commercial break. <gasps> and we come back. Ooh. We have more beer. Yeah. Fun facts. Ooh. What we learned from <gasps> Color Out of Space Off. <gasps> have you ever watched a movie and thought to yourself, what were they thinking? Because we sure have. So much so that we named our podcast after it. What were they thinking? Starring me, Nathan. And Brendan. Every week we take a bad to questionable movie and unpack it so you don't have to. And then sometimes we ate your cues in our mailbag. No big whoop. Yeah, no big whoop at all. So that's What Were They Thinking? You can find us on your favorite podcatcher or follow us on the World Wide Web on Twitter and Instagram at WWTT Podcast. Who the hell says World Wide Web anymore? 
this guy. So, uh, yeah, see you soon. Wave at microphone. Did you ever go on vacation with your family and hope the dance instructor would fall in love with you? No, but I did think a guy with a giant boombox playing Peter Gabriel outside my window in the middle of the night meant true and undying love. Listen to our podcast, Happily Ever Aftermath, where we revisit these movies and it turns out they weren't the best ideas. What were we thinking? You can find our podcast, Happily Ever Aftermath, on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or your favorite podcatcher. You can also tweet at us at H-E-A-M-C-A-S-T, Heemcast. Do the bear cat. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, I know the whole time I was watching this, I was like, man, this is like a good companion piece for Mandy because those movies are both oh, totally. fucking fantastic. Totally. I, I, I'm sure the uh, sales pitch from Richard Stanley was, it's like Mandy, but uh, even more fucked up. And they're like, shut up and take my money. <laughs> like, I love, oh my God, every shot of Mandy just looks like it was thought about for like, an hour before they did it. <laughs> oh yeah. Easy. It, it, it's what, like the George Cosmatos son that did it like Panos Cosmatos. Yeah. Or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and just like the scene, like just the red, like the color red throughout that movie. And like the scenes where the fucking cult leader is just, uh, Hi, I'm Brendan. And I'm Jason. And we host a podcast called Full Screen... And Country. And what do we do on this podcast, Jason? We talk about the best British films of all time as voted by British people in the British year of 1999. The BFI Top 100, to be exact. 100 movies. So with each episode, we talk about a movie on the list, historical significance, if it holds up, etc., etc., etc. You can find us on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and all that good stuff. Wherever podcasts are sold, sold, sold. And we're back. Oh my god. Steve, Izzy, those may yes. have been the greatest ads that ever added in the history of adding. Oh, he said it! Oh, he said oh, it! He said it. <laughs> they get better every week! <laughs> oh, sorry, I forgot that part. They get better every week! <laughs> <laughs> well, they, I'm a little parched. I don't know about you. Oh, hi, You should grab that beer that's next to you and beat a cat with it. Oh, god damn, I want to. Oh, uh, Pickles is old man. His is 18. But first, let's drain a, drain this beer of its fluids, then beat the cat with the bottle. Yeah! I'm and, not uh, a part of this at all. <laughs> oh, we love to beat the pussy up. Yeah, yeah. beat the pussy up. So, Red, <laughs> this one's from Red Rock Brewery in Salt Lake City, Utah. It is their Ooh. IPA American Session Ale. Woo! Our Session IPA is an American version of the India Pale Ale. It's smooth, light-bodied, with a hop-forward taste. The American Northwest hops used in this beer are intense, hoppy, citrusy, and floral in flavor and aroma. Also, Nicolas Cage is awesome. Oh, that's cool to have on there. That's weird. Uh, but yeah, 5% alcohol by volume. And allow me to pop my top. Oh, my top. Oh, my top. Jingly, jingly. Jingly, 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 jingly. All right. And the poor... Oh, yeah, that is a nice light gold colored beer. Oh, head! <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, get that head. I didn't get any head on my pussy. 
Right, Mr. Pickles? <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> wow, yeah, this got a super floral, uh, super floral head on it. Oh wow, yeah, this piney. This tastes like flowers a little bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a little piney and stuff, but yeah, definitely just. Um, yeah, know, definitely like, floral hops in there. Yeah, yeah, they're they're definitely accentuating that part. Maybe a little bit of citrus, but yeah, it it tastes like flowers a little bit. Mm, delightful. Yep, and at five percent, could be a nice old day drinker if you wanted to. Red Rock Brewery IPA. But, um, hey, Brandon, mm-hmm. would you be interested in any fun facts? You mean some fun facts, super fun facts, because of fun, fun facts. Perfect. I said it. See, much better than tidbits. Do you have any interesting tidbits, uh, though? Uh, I'm sure there's a few in okay, here. Okay, cool. Let's find cool, out. Cool, 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 cool. All right, Rotten Tomatoes. Brendan, what do you think the critics uh, thought of Color Out of Space? Uh, I know, okay, so I do know that this one was liked by critics more than the the average Nick Cage movie, especially in the last 10, 15 years. <laughs> Fact. Um, I'll say like 80. How about you, babe? Ooh, I don't know. Um, I'm going to say 75. Critics, 87% Ooh. on Rotten Tomatoes. But what about the audience? <gasps> babe, you want to go first on this one? 97%. <laughs> 97 perfect uh how about you brendan i feel like this is one that the audience may not have liked as much i i don't think they disliked it enough for it to be rotten but i honestly think it's like 60 82 percent so yeah right in the middle there (laughs) that's good i'm glad i was a little worried because i know mandy has that where i think the audience rating was like a lot lower Uh, yeah when when the movies uh are kind of weird premises and stuff yeah it can it can get that way fuck them uh that's right uh six million dollar budget oh wow really yeah holy shit six, i'm guessing a lot of special effects and stuff. no i mean that's really uh, good oh yeah, yeah like well i am for yeah. the incredible look and, and, that this movie has sorry i just i'm still i'm just kind of blown away well and you know nick cage doesn't roll out of bed for less than two so <laughs> i'm just blown away that but, uh, it's low budget anyway sorry yeah, uh, U.S. gross though, seven hundred and fifty-six thousand five hundred and sixty-one dollars ah. worldwide gross, about a million. Ah. Yeah, it was, it was like released in January, and I don't, yeah, obviously not a wide release or anything. Yeah, uh, yeah it is uh, Richard Stanley's first feature film in more than twenty years since the infamous "The Island of Doctor Moreau" shenanigans. I do feel like a Woo! movie like this was meant to be successful on streaming platforms. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like like uh yeah, that's where we watched it on Amazon Prime for three yep. bucks and yeah. we've done it twice. And now, I watched so. it I know, we almost bought it this time. Yeah. And I watched it for free on Canadian Netflix. Woo! Woo! Yay, Canada, even your Netflix is apparently better. Uh, Everything's better in Canada, Steve. It's really not. <laughs> this is just a rare occurrence <laughs> of it working out. You just lucked out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, in an in a Q&A with Richard Stanley, uh Richard claimed that the film would be the first of a trilogy. With a Dunwich horror adaptation coming next. Sweet. Ooh. <laughs> dot, 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 but that Rona. <laughs> dot, 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 your sister is a werewolf. <gasps> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> you're coming out of space, too. Your sister is a werewolf. Livonia <laughs> yeah. is actually a werewolf. Oh, shit. <laughs> Wait. Do, well, speak- are they going to weekend at Bernie's Christopher Lee in that movie? Maybe. Or Peter Cushingham? Oh, they're they're going to gram off Tarkin that shit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, speaking of Lavinia, 
She has a paperback copy of the Necronomicon in the film. Yep. The book itself was a fictional invention by H.P. Lovecraft, but in 1977, a pseudonymous author named Simon published a book by the same name. That's right. Simon from Seeking Justice. Full circle. Um, Whenever I hear Necronomicon, I keep thinking that it's an original creation in Evil Dead. (laughs) Yeah, uh, apparently it came out just a little before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I so, feel like the Evil Dead is just referencing Lovecraft, and they have that in the in the in the movie. Totally, totally. Um, and also a fun fact: both star Nicolas Cage and director Richard Stanley at one point of their lives went on a search for the Holy Grail. <laughs> what? <laughs> Are you surprised by either? I'm not surprised by Nick Cage, but I guess I don't know enough about Richard Stanley. Wait. <laughs> That's where he's been for the last 25 years. Wait, individually they did this or they collaborated? Yeah. Oh, no, yeah, yeah. It's not like they were a goddamn, uh, you know, like Indiana Jones and his father looking for the Holy oh, Grail. No, yeah. it was like... like like Nick Cage went on his what? journey and I assume that's where Richard Stanley's been for the past 25 years. He's like, you know, if I can just find it, then I'll drink it and I'll live forever and Marlon Brando can suck my cock. Wait, so do you think Nick Cage and Richard Stanley were just like sitting at the table read? Everyone kind of got up and <laughs> Nick was like, well, I guess this is something to do since my Holy Grail search didn't work out so well. And Richard Stanley was like, Yo, what? you too? We should we should share notes. We should, we can combine. And then that's when uh, Richard Stanley pulls a double cross, a la National Treasure. And, uh, and but then Nick Cat- Cage's real dad uh, from Mom and Dad pops up. Oh shit! <laughs> and that's when the money rolled in. Oh, sold. Well, lady, gentlemen, mm. what did we learn from Color Out of Space? Uh, Brendan, as our guest, would you like to hear Izzy go first? <laughs> sure. <laughs> you son of a bitch! Ah, <laughs> uh, let's see, what did I learn? I learned, uh, apparently, if you're a witch, you gotta bleed all over your Necronomicon for it to work. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Only in Canada, uh, though. That's right. Uh, how about you, Brendan? I learned, eat alpaca meat! Yeah, don't forget to milk them. Uh, they're boobs. <laughs> I learned uh, be very careful when chopping vegetables. That shit sucks. <laughs> I also learned that and I, I think I mentioned this earlier, but I also learned that I really need to see Richard Stanley's Island of Doctor Moreau. <laughs> <laughs> oh, just the the sketches and stuff from the <sighs> from the documentary were pretty. Damn I good. think it would have been like genuinely great. It, it'd been like uh, Yodorowsky's Dune. Yeah fuck yeah my god i can imagine how that shit would age now 45 years later (laughs) can i just say since you mentioned yodorowsky's dune the best part in that movie is when he's worried that david lynch's movie is coming out and then you see him watching it and just the look of glee on his face that it's terrible yeah it's like oh thank god i can make my movie still (laughs) that was close (laughs) how about you babe anything else uh, I learned apparently some people want to milk alpacas, although having been around alpacas, I would I would, I would, would not recommend it. Yeah, you just got to remember to have the little bit of fennel in the diet. And uh, be very gentle with the teats. And also, just drink it as soon as you're done. <laughs> you, um, you want some? You're a loss. I learned that the uh, G-spot is actually just a cat. <laughs> yeah, it's a book. I thought it was a myth this whole time. <laughs> 
Nope, Steve. Unlike the clitoris, it does exist. That's great, Steve. That is a falsehood. You yeah. found it plenty of times. Yeah, it's true. So what was the last uh, place you looked the... for it? <laughs> <laughs> I also learned uh, how not to handle a lightning storm by holding a loved one. <laughs> yep. Yeah, fuck that. Next time I see lightning, Mariah's getting shoved to the ground. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, no shit. Fend for yourself, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> but Brandon, thank you so much for joining us here on Everything I Learned From Movies. Um, I understand you also have a podcast? I have a couple. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I have one. Uh, similarly to you guys, we also talk about bad or questionable movies, which I don't think this one was either of those. I think this was just fucking... Full screen and country. Uh, nope. <laughs> uh, bad, or qu- bad to questionable <laughs> movies. Uh, we talk about on a podcast called What Were They Thinking with myself and my co-host Nathan. Uh, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at WWTT Podcast. You can find us on Facebook just by searching for What Were They Thinking. Uh, you know, it's kind of self-explanatory, but I thought I'd mention it anyway. Um, we also, <laughs> and we're also on TeePublic and Patreon and all that good stuff. You can just search for us and you will find us. I also have a podcast called For Screen and Country. And that podcast I co-host with uh, my good friend Jason. Nathan's also my good friend. I don't know why I didn't mention that earlier. <laughs> they're all they're both good friends. Um, my better Jason, friend, Jason, Jason. Jason's a good friend. Nathan's a son of a bitch. Don't start <laughs> shit, you guys. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we host a podcast called For Screen and Country. We talk about the top 100 British films of all time, according to the BFI top 100 list composed in the year of our Lord, 1999. You fellers have been on both my podcasts. Coming soon on for screen and country. Well, whenever I guess, whenever we end up doing Peeping Tom, but you guys will be on that episode. Um, Yeah, at the latest by October. Yeah, yeah, exactly. At least by October. Um, And you can find for screen and country on Twitter at bfi underscore pod, and we're also on Facebook. And I think that's it. Uh, Babe, are you on any social media? I am. You can find me just about anywhere at Untidy Venus. That's a goddess who's bad at housekeeping. You can also find a bunch of my art over at Redbubble under Izzy Creates. Uh, yeah, got all kinds of fun stuff. Redbubble and Tee Public are both printing masks. I, at the time of this here, uh, when this airs, I'm going to be having a ton of sales in my shop. I have holographic stickers for sale. I have prints. Uh, I'm, I have tons of merch. Let's do it. Go check it out. Untidy Venus. Yeah, you can find my art there too. <laughs> yes, that's right. We should, we sh- should we announce the coloring book? Yeah, absolutely. I think we just did. Yeah. So Steve drew garbage griffins for <laughs> all of July because they're freaking awesome. Actually, a bunch of us did. Uh, Steve's came out so good. We turned them into a handmade coloring book. That's right. We print them on our home printer. We staple them together and we ship them to you. If you like the Cronenbergs in this movie, you'll love the <laughs> Cronenbergs that I made for this coloring book. Yeah. Ever wonder what a panda and maple moth baby would look mm-hmm. like? It's You're so about cute. to find out. It's so uh but yeah babe hypothetically speaking mm-hmm. uh let's oh no they don't do that anymore we don't have to do that anymore oh man and i was gonna talk about if my house smelled like cancer yeah yeah you just uh you just keep that to yourself from now on <laughs> yeah you know what still check out frankiemur.com yeah they, they were people. good sponsors before i don't know they're be- no, they're good peeps. They really they're are. good people. It's and they're a- good products. Best aromatherapy and essential oils on the market. Mm-hmm. Why not uh, still use the code uh, Venus? See if they'll you'll save fifteen percent. <laughs> Even if we don't get a cut, 
Use promo code that costs five hundred dollars and watch the, <laughs> the owner go into a rage. Yes, it's a wonderful inside joke that will immediately lead to a text message back to Izzy. I can't wait for August. My phone's gonna fucking blow up. So yeah, and of course you want to hit us up at EILF Movies. That's everything I learned from movies on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. I highly recommend that you do so. We've always got crazy shit going on. Oh and, yeah. Uh, that's right, Kat. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, until next time, I'm Steve. And I'm Izzy. And I'm Brendan. And this is Everything, everything I Learned From movies. movies. Have a good night, everybody. Have a good burn. Have a good burn. Have a good burn.